0: Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 16, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and we try to fight fear-driven policies with strength and logic. Join us, the fight starts now.
1: We should have had like a Come on, like a sweet 16 song or something. Wrong.
0: Yes. yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Wrong. Yep, yep. Can you believe we've been doing this for sixteen weeks?
1: Yeah, and again, I mean, we skipped a couple weeks, so it's not even like (laughs) it's—it's just insane that it just keeps coming.
0: I'm—I'm no math genius, but think if we would have started this when the lockdown started, yeah, it would have been—we would have been on like a show 150 or something. Yeah. If we would have done one a week.
1: Yeah, we would have just been like old friends.
0: Insanity. <laughs> insanity. Right, we're going to keep everybody updated on the latest and lockdowns and lunacy and all kinds of crap going on. So let's get right into things. So remember uh, last the last couple episodes we talked about... How the CDC changed their guidance. Yes. In
1: in the flip of a switch, we were all not at high risk anymore. Right. If you look at the
0: the country, all the counties were red, meaning danger, danger.
1: One second. And then the next second, everybody is green and And everything was fine.
0: Right. Literally, in one day, they changed it. Well, I found – actually, this is a great um, Twitter account I found called – At COVID underscore clarity. Now, this is actually a person in Minnesota. Ooh. Um, So their bio is dedicated to offering clarity to inform smart policy. Ivy League medical professional and statistician in Minnesota. Truth over politics. I welcome all viewpoints. There we go. Every tweet I've ever seen from this person, I have no idea really who they are, but it really wraps things up nicely, puts a nice little bow on it. So... This really caps off this discussion on the CDC changing their, their, their risk formula. So I'll just read this for the audio listeners. It says here... The CDC changed its COVID risk formula on February 25th, the day after Russia invaded Ukraine, and four days before the State of the Union. On this day, the U.S. map abruptly changed from 90% painted in high-risk red to less than 30%. Since then, it's been a green map and rosy messaging.
1: Yep. Well, they had to get us ready for war. You know, they didn't want it. They're like, oh, God, people are, you know, what else can we get them ready for? We can
0: only be dedicated to one thing one
1: at a time. One thing at a time. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, in my mind this was their out. Yeah. This is the way way for them to gracefully uh, sneak out the back door mm-hmm. while we're all distracted. We're all like changing our Facebook profiles. How, by the way, how many have you people have you known on Facebook that changed their I got vaccinated mm-hmm. profile? frame to now a flag of Ukraine.
1: Well, I don't have a lot of friends on Facebook, so (laughs) most people are like, I don't want to deal with you. So they just, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, but that's, that's been happening a ton because people, you know, the, I guess they just well, need it's your
1: next little it's your next little thing that you can yeah. you can show that you're, you know, in with you're
0: a gooder person. Yeah, it's your next virtue signaling opportunity yep. to go from I got vaccinated to I, I
1: stand with Ukraine I stand with
0: Ukraine. Yeah, I'm even though dumping my Russian vodka out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you already bought. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's just <laughs> great. I don't know if you saw uh, anything by Candace Owens lately.
0: She's I haven't got, seen her recently. No.
1: Oh man, she had a great thread going with New York Times. Um, hmm. I don't think it was on Twitter. I think it was like on her Instagram story. But she was New York Times wanted an interview with her. Oh, and because they said that she was basically spreading Russian disinformation oh, of course, of course. about the Ukraine having a corrupt government, and she's like, "Wait a second, <laughs> I got all of that information from you guys." Yeah. So she I started read that
0: in the Times. Yeah,
1: so she started <laughs> sending the New York Times reporter a bunch of their freaking articles. yeah well (laughs) like
0: six months ago everybody thought ukraine was one of the most corrupt governments in the world because it is right right along with russia yeah and now just because putin's being a total dick which he is Mm -hmm. and invading them and it's awful and it's horrible and that's all true yeah doesn't make ukraine some sort of saviors and angels yeah um but anyways enough about that so but i wanted to point out this this Twitter account. So at COVID underscore clarity. So they really summed that up nicely. And then there's a couple other uh, points they made. I wanted to bring up that really just say things even better than, than we could. Um, so here's one new 2020 hospital data for Minnesota has been released despite all the headlines about, about overwhelmed hospitals, emergency room visits were down 15%. Hospital admissions were down 10% and length of stay was flat.
1: Wow. Um, What's the problem? <laughs> right. Yeah, like what's so, the problem here? What are
0: we freaking out about? Uh, you can literally whole time?
1: yeah, I mean they can they can pick on anything and highlight it and make it sound bad when you take it out of context.
0: Right. When and, they say like we've talked about this a few times, but when they say ICU bed use capacity is only at 10%, we only have 10% of beds left. Well, yeah. They're like,
1: isn't that ideal? That's
0: their target. Yeah, Yeah. they don't tell you that that's what they're shooting for.
1: I thought you wanted that.
0: They're like a hotel; they don't want to be empty.
1: Yeah, or full.
0: Right, and well, right. And guess what? You know, uh, empty hospital means zero profits. Yeah. So if everybody was uh, not, you know, requiring all this care all the time, they would not make any money, and that's not very good for a profitable um, company. So you know, just. Another one of those perfectly written tweets that kind of illustrates the bullshit fear porn that's been going on. Yeah. Here's another one. This one really pissed me off, too. It says, the CDC removed 416 pediatric COVID, COVID deaths, 31% of the total from their dashboard on Tuesday. Yeah. They added a note deep in the footnotes. Instead, it was due to a coding logic error. There was no press release nor media report.
1: They actually, uh, pediatric deaths weren't the only ones that they... Yeah,
0: they did it across the board, but I think they were just highlighting the pediatric because, you know, and this is March 17th, so this is, you know, five days ago.
1: Yep, very recently.
0: Yeah. So meanwhile, all the extreme measures have been taken already. Yeah. There's no going back on those. No. So based once on you've the,
1: already screwed with kids, right. once you've already done the harm with the masks and the social distancing and keeping them out of school out and away school. from their grandparents, and they couldn't go to family dinners and they had no frickin' Christmas. Yep. Now that you've already screwed with everybody's lives,
0: based on the fact that they thought you thought they were going to die because of those high risk, it
1: was an error. Whoops! <laughs>
0: Whoops. Right. So now the infant, uh, the already infinitesimal risk was somehow even. 31% lower. Less
1: than that. Yeah. Can you freaking imagine how <laughs> low that number actually is? Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Nearly undetectable. Yes. Um, you know, so.
1: And again, there's still experts that are coming out. I just saw one from, I want to say it was Iowa, that she said, let me be perfectly clear. Um, COVID, COVID death means any. Any death that um, was deemed a COVID positive, not necessarily from COVID, the death was, but even if they had been on hospice for the last couple months and then they tested positive for COVID, that was counted as a COVID death. And she said it a lot uh, sneakier, Mm -hmm. you know, but like.
0: Right. How many of the actual pediatric deaths? Could you wipe out?
1: Yeah. If I think they didn't all die, of them. If
0: they didn't die because of COVID. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: going to go ahead and say A lot. all of them. A lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Regardless, there was no reason to be panicked no. about your kids dying from COVID. and But yet, like you said, it caused families to be apart, caused lots of strife amongst families, our, our own included, yeah. you know, schools, uh, you know, missing out on school, having to forced masking of all our kids mm-hmm. this entire freaking time.
1: Well, and again, I'm not usually a person that likes to say, I told you so. <laughs> but like, this is shit that you and I have been saying from... Very close to the beginning. Very like, wait a second, this isn't making sense. Like, hey, how come ninety-four percent of these deaths had three or more comorbidities? Hey, how come the biggest comorbidity is that you're fat and you're old? Old. Like,
0: yeah, seventy-five percent of deaths were people over seventy. I think. Yeah. I mean, the but you can't talk about it. No, I and. When I was getting in fights and getting banned from next door and getting, you know, suspended on Facebook and stuff and, and just getting attacked.
1: <laughs> when and, Josh's neighbors were picketing yeah. his house because he was being such an asshole online. Well, and then
0: people would try to cancel me. They'd, yeah. they'd find out where I worked, mm-hmm. try to dox me, try to, you know, try to get me fired. Oh, I can't believe he works at a school. And I'm like, yeah. uh, You know, all, the, all I was doing was saying that what the, what they're saying now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how the, all this crap was ridiculous. And it was just saying. You need to be able to assess the relative risk. Yeah, There's risk to all activity. But, uh, you know, the risk of jumping out of a plane without a parachute is a lot higher than, uh, you know, whether or not you're going to try to risk just getting COVID and, and roughing it out. Yeah, So, ridiculous. So, this this uh, great follow on Twitter. So, you definitely got to check that out at COVID underscore clarity. Want check on that, baby? Let's
1: pause it. All right. <laughs>
0: And we're back.
1: We'll see how good these microphones are. <laughs>
0: That's
1: right. She's loud. <laughs> That's right.
0: Okay. So yeah, we covered this uh COVID at COVID underscore clarity Twitter account. Definitely follow them. He uh he or she, I don't know who it is, but they point out a lot of um relevant enlightening facts. Um that are just straight facts and and really fighting the mainstream narrative. So definitely check that out. I had my own interesting experience speaking of um, governing bodies manipulating data. So I don't know if you noticed, but the North Dakota Department of Health they switched their
1: I didn't reporting.
0: Notice. Okay, so they they switched their reporting from they used to include how many unvaxed were in the hot were in the hospital because that's one of the things they loved to shout from the rooftops. Yeah, but as you'll notice when we covered it last week, the number of un of vaxxed in the hospital was actually more than the unvaxxed.
1: Yeah, and by we one.
0: But you had to find that by doing the math.
1: Yes, and they, it was literally like it was it was as close to fifty fifty as you can yeah, get. Yeah, it was
0: twenty seven, twenty six, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, with. More people being vax, fully vaxxed in the hospital. Which yeah. I'm sure, as soon as they saw that, they're like, "Well, we need to stop reporting this immediately." Yeah. So guess what?
1: Well, they because s- they wouldn't want to be pushing information that that uh, what do they call it vaccine that,
0: that causes vaccine that hesitancy That causes
1: vaccine hesitancy. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well yeah, you think it might cause a little vaccine hesitancy oh, if God. more people are in the hospital fully vaccinated.
1: If people not. see the real numbers and right. they can make up their own mind, Josh, how God. how could we possibly give them information that would let them do that?
0: So I saw this the one the one they posted most recently after the one that we did the math on. And I was like, okay, new positive cases, 336 um, residents up to date with their VAX, 395,000 current COVID-19 hospitalizations, 83. And then nothing else about VAX or unvaxed yeah. or hospitalizations. And then it says uh, 76% of inpatient beds occupied again, not a high number. Forty nine point eight percent of statewide ICU beds occupied. Half. Who That's low. Cares. That's low.
1: This just it, actually
0: hospitals when they see that they freak out because they're like, "Holy shit, we're, we're gonna not gonna making hit a, any money. We're not going to hit our numbers."
1: Yeah. Every time I see these these pieces of propaganda, quite frankly, every time <laughs> I see this, I it just pisses me off because it. it uh, Someone that's not paying very good attention is gonna say is gonna say, oh, 80, 83 people are are in the hospital. It's like, yeah, it's statewide.
0: Yeah, that means that's it means nothing if you don't have a point of comparison.
1: Exactly. As to how
0: many people are normally in the hospital, what percentage of the population is that? How many are usually in the hospital this time of year? Any of that.
1: Let's let's see how many people with heart disease are in the hospital. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like any literally Anything else that we can compare to.
0: That's preventable, completely preventable, by the way. Anything related to obesity or type 2 diabetes, completely preventable. Yeah. So this pissed me off to the point where I messaged them. Good. Okay. So, and I said, Oh,
1: uh, look at this. Good for you. So
0: I said, uh, Hi, where can I find the unvaccinated and fully vaccinated hospitalized numbers this week? You know, I wasn't attacking them, I just wanted to know. Um, And they just give a stock message about. Replying, then they said, hi, Joshua, reinfection and breakthrough data had been determined through surveillance data. It was determined that this data will not be reliable going forward due to an increased use of at-home test kits, which are not reported to or verified by the state. This lack of reliable data caused them to be removed. It is not expected to be reinstated. So I immediately (laughs) Said, I'm just asking for hospitalized, vaccinated, or not vaccinated. Don't they test to confirm COVID positive at the hospital? Not sure how home testing factors in. Yeah. Because who cares if you took a test at home? They don't just trust you.
1: If you're not in the hospital for it. L- right. Then why they're bringing up, They're again, they're trying to conflate the situation. Well,
0: it says here 83 current COVID-19 hospitalizations. Where do they get that number then?
1: Yeah, you're just asking about, you're not asking about how many positive COVID cases, period, are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. You're asking about COVID positive hospitalizations.
0: Well, but I did want the vaxxed versus unvaxxed. But the thing is, if they know they're in the hospital and have COVID, because mm-hmm. they do, because they have a number of 83 then they must know their vax status, yeah. Because I'm sure they ask everyone that, yeah. Because they have to know, you know, what the, how they're going to treat them. Because if you've if you've just got your fifth booster, that's they're going to treat you way differently than if you've never been vaxed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so and I said, and then I said, you still had a number de- declared as having COVID in the hospital, so you must be confident in that number. That was all part of breakthrough data, which came from surveillance. And I said, So the hospital doesn't know the vaccine status of the eighty-three admitted COVID patients and then they ghosted me. <gasps> that was the end of it. Then they didn't reply back.
1: Oh man. So, you know.
0: I just call I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Like, just just tell us the freaking numbers and let us decide as adults for ourselves what the best course of action is. That's all we want to know. So they're you know.
1: pulling the whole you can't handle the truth.
0: Yeah. Uh, obviously, they saw the numbers trending the, against the way they wish they would, and it's not going to represent their case. It's not going to f- uh, scream from the rooftops the narrative that they want to get out there. Yeah. So they they want to hide it, rather than just putting the data out there and letting people as adults decide.
1: And there's many experts that have feared that this would start happening, Right. that the farther we get into this and the more people we got vaccinated, that the it's not going to protect you. Like no. they, like they're saying that it will it
0: does not work as advertised. No. Um, you know, with all these mandates receding, I found this, uh, this meme, which kind of illustrates how I think we both feel. And I'll just read it here. It says as mandates come to an end, I want to ensure to assure all my friends on the left. You are still free to be terrified of everything. You are just no longer permitted to compel everyone else to be. Yes, sir. And I thought that was uh, perfectly stated there. Um, yeah, just, you know, go ahead, wear five masks, driving in your car alone or jogging. Yeah. Just leave me out of it. Yeah. That's what I say. Um, now, you know, they, they voted. Okay, so they the FAA and the, the federal government extended the mask mandate on transportation, which includes planes, yeah. to April 18th, which sucks because that's literally the day that I get back from Vegas. Wow. So I thought I was going to have to do- get to dodge the masks. But uh, one thing that was interesting was the Senate cast a vote to end it early mm-hmm. and uh, but it was purely symbolic because Biden said he'd veto it yeah which, this this logic is just ridiculous. It's
1: so, it's so stupid, because what is his reasoning?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know? I'll tell you. It says, public transportation and transportation hubs are places where people across communities congregate, often for extended periods and in close quarters. The determination of the timeline and circumstances under which masks should be required in these settings should be guided by science, not politics.
1: Uh-huh. The science that says that your masks don't work? <laughs> Right. This, the science that says yes. that your masks don't work.
0: Exactly. And I plus, mean, we can
1: take them off everywhere else.
0: What te- Plus, April 17th? Oh, you better wear your mask. You're going to get COVID. April 18th? Rip them off. Who take gives a off. shit? Yeah. I mean, one day. What's What exactly. happens between April 17th and April 18th? Give yep. me a break. Yep. It's so ridiculous. I,
1: I love these people that are sitting down with their calendars that get to decide when it's going to be over with. The, the, I wish I was one of them.
0: It just proves that it's so arbitrary. Yeah. Now, um,
1: hey guys, what do you think about the about the sixteenth? Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> I've got family that could come in from out of town. If we keep the masks on, they probably will stay home. So let's <laughs> not take it off till the eighteenth.
0: Exactly. So freaking arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, as you know, we've brought up Alex Berenson quite a bit here, and, and this I thought really illustrated uh, some problems with the vaccines here. So the title of this Substack post is All You Need to Know About mRNA Vaccines in One Graph. So he says mass jabs, and he uses Israel as an example because they're yeah. one of the highly vaxxed countries. Yeah, and they, they have almost
1: 100% compliance. Yeah, it's compliance.
0: like 90-some percent yeah. are, are vaxxed of the entire population. Yeah. So it's a really a good case study in what happens when you're, you reach that
1: the mostly vaccinated. Mostly
0: vaxed population. Yep.
1: Like you're not going to get Which higher was the goal. than their percentage. I mean,
0: that's what Biden and Fauci and everybody were shooting for. Right? Yeah. So this is, you know, where this leads.
1: So this is what they wanted for us.
0: Exactly. This so, is what
1: this is. That's what we can take away from this. Is right. This is what they wanted from us. They wanted to see us this way.
0: So I'll just read some of this. It says mass jabs with the Pfizer mRNA shot began in Israel on December nineteenth, twenty twenty. Nearly every Israeli adult has received two doses and a booster. Many have received a fourth shot. This is a chart of COVID deaths in Israel over the last two years. The day vaccinations began is highlighted. Okay. Well, now what do you notice about this? From from uh, here's you know the beginning of the pandemic basically here's when vac- vaccinations were introduced about two uh, a third of the way in and you know do you see deaths reducing no since then
1: it's never <laughs> even been though they higher. achieved
0: not, yeah it's never the peak they they're hitting now is higher than when the the vaccines were introduced okay. yeah so what does that tell you. It says, and it says the end. The media and the pu- public health authorities have only two choices. Admit the truth of their failure or continue to deny it, deny it and tear themselves apart. All the censorship in the world could not hide a reality this obvious. Yeah. So, you know,
1: well, any, there's, there's the follow
0: of the science for you.
1: Anyone can find this data. That's another thing. Right. Like if you only just do a quick search, mm-hmm. It's not that hard to find. And you don't have to be a scientist to look at this, right, Josh? No. I mean, you can look at this and see, hmm, everything's higher after the vaccinations. Same
0: thing when when you see graphs. Well, first of all, when you overlay graphs of states that had mask mandates and lockdowns versus ones that didn't.
1: And they look very similar. The case
0: curves follow almost the exact same pattern in every case. Yeah. You can't even... Tell like if you took the names of the states off, you couldn't tell which one was a free state and which ones were lockdown states. Yeah. Because virus is gonna virus. Yep. That's what they do.
1: But that's not a, That's not what they told us on the news. Nope. You know, they wanted us to think that everybody in Sturgis, South Dakota, was going to die at the motorcycle and rally. At spring
0: break in Florida was going to drop dead.
1: Yep. They were going to be
0: all the schools pulling at,
1: bodies off the beach. All the
0: students in Georgia were going to drop dead. Mm-hmm. Did not happen.
1: Yeah. How dare we treat our our students that way? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a. I thought this was interesting. So the White House COVID-19 response coordinator, Jeff Zients, is leaving his job.
1: Oh, sad. Um,
0: yes, exactly. Aww. So, you know, and I don't know if this was just normal churn of the government or um, if he was kind of sensing the, the heat and wanting to get get out of the kitchen, you know, before things got real bad
1: or what? Well, what was Fauci saying that it's going to turn into It's going to be like Benghazi. With Clinton. Right. They're gonna be they're gonna be after me. Yeah, you're right.
0: No shit. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in a minute here. Yeah. Um, well actually let me uh yeah, let's let's talk about that right now. Yeah. So speaking of, of Fauci, okay. So here, um Now, this just, you know, I've had enough of this freaking guy. Mm -hmm. So what he says is, if we see a surge in cases, we have to be prepared to pivot and perhaps reinstitute some of these restrictions. So this is March 20th, two days ago.
1: Is everyone else just laughing at this point?
0: Let's listen to him say it just so we can laugh along with him here. If we do see a significant surge, particularly one that might result in increased hospitalizations, we have to be prepared to pivot and perhaps reinstitute some of those restrictions. No, 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 wrong. Yeah. Not doing it. Yeah. Then these comments are, are classic getting close to another election. Time for another lockdown and mail in ballots, (laughs) same play, different quarter.
1: Translation. We're about to release another variant that will cause an increase in hospitalizations. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And uh, Dan, Dan Crenshaw this I think he's a, a house candidate. So he, he, uh, posted this, and he just said, just stop talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I've had enough of Fauci. I mean, I liked it better when he went away for a couple weeks and just did not speak in any of this crap, yep. but then magically he comes back. And what does the little elf say?
1: Well, I was hoping he would come back and have like an ankle bracelet and <laughs> be monitored for crimes against humanity. They were going to be putting the, him the on perp, trial, the perp walk, perp walk. Yeah, yeah, hoping
0: for the perp walk. Yeah, yeah, not going to happen. So yeah, stupid Fauci saying you know we may have to reinstitute mandates. Who's going to? I, even my liberal friends, I mean, have had enough.
1: Yes, nobody even, wants to do
0: this crap again. Even
1: the people that wore the masks the longest that now <laughs> are not wearing them like do you think they're gonna put them back on
0: oh my god no
1: probably not
0: no so but and then uh here's one of our favorite pushback heroes okay rand paul he's like the only guy in the whole senate i think yeah that that you can trust when it comes to this crap
1: yeah because he's he's calling for accountability
0: he's the only one that's been consistent throughout this whole thing
1: he won't let it go thank god yeah i mean he's He's dogging him and i appreciate it
0: right and he tweeted "Okay." Well, our Senator Rand Paul, he's is quoted as saying, "As soon as the Republicans get the majority, I pledge to the American people, we are investigating Dr. Fauci to the fullest extent of the law. We are putting him under oath. We are getting the documents."
1: I I it gave me goosebumps oh, when you read it because I am praying. I pray that that happens. The burp walk. Yes.
0: I never trust politicians when they say this stuff. Because even when Trump was saying, you know, yeah, you'd be in jail, Hillary. That was my favorite. And then meanwhile, you know, she just gets away with it and nothing ever happens. And I expect the same thing will happen just cuz i'm a pessimist when it comes to this crap which I'm is cynical. so
1: sad because yeah. everyone that gets up to that level they know that you could freaking murder somebody they they are murdering people whatever right. and it just and it's well they're not going to catch Epstein. me yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean what are you talking about he killed himself i don't think fauci's too worried i think fauci will retire Take a giant pension mm-hmm. and, you know, what all the investments he's made in Pfizer and Moderna and yeah. <laughs> whatever else.
1: He'll be relaxing on his oceanfront property yeah. somewhere, not worried at all about global warming.
0: And going, thank God I didn't get jabbed. Yeah. Boy, that was a close one.
1: Yeah. Good thing we didn't require <laughs> government employees to do this.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. So, you know, you speak about these lockdowns. Okay, speaking of Fauci, talking about the lockdowns and such. Yeah, here's another reason to... Why we need to fight so hard against these? Yeah. Um. Another negative effect of the lockdowns. This New York Times article. Yeah. Alcohol-related deaths spiked during a, the pandemic. A study shows. So again, another batch of deaths you can attribute to the effects of the government trying to lock us down and mandate things, rather yeah. than the effects of the virus. Yeah. So. Well, I like again, how you explained the, it. The before. scales are. Or flipping, mm-hmm. you know, the the actual people that died died from COVID is getting less and less every day. Yeah, as we there, have whoops. logic we code have coding errors, errors. Right. it was
1: a it was a mistake. or
0: misattrib- misattributing things. You yeah. know, that people died with COVID as supposed to from COVID. Mm-hmm. That number gets smaller and smaller, and the number of deaths from the actual attempts to mitigate the mitigation COVID measures. Is going up and up. So yep. in the end, is it was it going to have been worth it? I mean yeah. I knew right away it was not going to going yeah. to be worth it.
1: Suicide, depression, drug mm-hmm. addiction, alcohol. Look at all right. of this stuff.
0: So here's another one. It says the deaths were up twenty five percent in twenty twenty compared to twenty nineteen. That's huge. That's huge. That
1: is huge. Because of course liquor stores were essential.
0: How ridiculous was that during the lockdowns?
1: That a liquor store was essential business, Josh, but you weren't essential. Yeah, my
0: business, the studio we're sitting in right in here, I had to pay my studio rent for like 4 months mm-hmm. with no literally $0 of income coming You
1: weren't in. even allowed to come here.
0: I was driving Uber 12 hours a day.
1: Yeah, you weren't even supposed to leave your house to come here.
0: <laughs> I drove Uber 12 hours a day just to make grocery money yeah. and I had to pay, you know, over $800 a month rent for this studio while I could make $0 of income. And I drop people off at liquor stores all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, the the best was the two-stop ride from their apartment to the liquor store and back. Yeah. Because liquor stores were allowed to be open inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't you spread COVID at a liquor store? Yeah. I mean, I understand a grocery store that sells liquor. That's one thing. But just straight but we up we don't have
1: those here. <laughs> do we not? <laughs> not in North Dakota.
0: Oh. But, I mean, do you... A liquor store that just sells liquor itself. Yeah. What, what's the justification that yeah. that has to be open?
1: Because if How you're an, if you are addicted to alcohol, you you could it could be a major health concern if you can't get it. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing to be said about drying out the good old fashioned way. And
0: yet, yet churches. Closed, closed down, yeah. you know. Don't but, go
1: praise your God. All
0: the small businesses closed down, mm-hmm. nursing homes, can, you know, you can't see your family, but yet that, head to the liquor store.
1: That pissed me off when churches closed because right. they they should have stood stronger up against I wish, it.
0: I wish they would have, yeah. But
1: then they took their whole, well, Jesus would have worn a mask. That's another thing that just Frickin' oh my gosh, did you see any of those cartoons? They had a whole bunch of memes. I'm cringing though. Yeah. I'm cringing. Jesus would have worn a mask. I was like, no, Jesus taught faith over fear, but whatever. (laughs) If you guys don't know your Bible, I guess that's your own problem. Wow. Yep.
0: Yeah, so I'll post this article in the show notes so people can read it. But yeah, 25% increase year over year from 2019 to 2020. Definitely not... Not good. Yeah. Okay. So locally here, I saw that this was kind of interesting. So, and this falls <laughs> under the no shit Sherlock yeah. column. UND coronavirus survey. Unvaccinated North Dakotans not likely to get the vax.
1: Weird. It's only been how many months? <laughs> you think browbeating us over it is going to change our minds?
0: Yeah. I mean, if people were willing to uh, almost get fired like myself, yeah. you know, and Get laid off and everything else, and not, still not get the vaccine. So th- what do you think is going to change their mind? You know, and they saw all the propaganda messaging this whole time. What do you think is going to change their mind at this point? Nothing. It says the survey found 80% of unvaccinated respondents are extremely hesitant. Well, I'm not <laughs> hesitant. I've decided I no. I said
1: no. It's I not a no. hesitation. I'm
0: not, I'm, not, I'm not hesitating in the slightest.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm quickly, abruptly, fervently saying no thanks.
1: Yep. Did you hear me skip a beat when you asked? Yeah. No.
0: No. When asked what would change their minds, people replied with nothing at this time.
1: Good. <laughs> no, no shit.
0: Yes. So, you know. Okay, and then this response is getting kind of interesting. Um I wasn't surprised at the factors that were linked to hesitancy, what I was surprised At was the degree of hesitancy, says Jason Jensen, professor of political science and public administration at UND. I was expecting, uh, I was kind of expecting various scenarios where people would say, yeah, I would probably get it. Only to have 80% say there's essentially nothing that would make them get it. Right, because they have eyes. Yeah, They've seen what's gone on. And even in the midst of all the propaganda, when everything was... If if you didn't want to get it at the height of all the propaganda and yeah. everything was firing on all cylinders, you're not going to get it now when you're seeing
1: all the data come out.
0: The data come out, and you're seeing vax injury things. And
1: how hard they pushed was creepy. Very. Creepy. It was straight up creepy how hard they were trying to incentivize mm-hmm. and push and right. shame you, and just all the things that were trying to make you just just take it. Right. And you're like, no. I mean, it's like it's literally like medical rape. What they were doing to people yeah
0: it's just crazy i mean i don't know how many what percentage of people got it that didn't did, want to did not want to and only got it because of some external force yes whether it was job related or family pressure or you know just susceptible to the messaging yeah and you know
1: they, they got the squeeze put on them right mm-hmm. and
0: a lot of people i mean i my one of my buddies literally got it so he could go to hawaii yep his job didn't even didn't even require it well, I hope he doesn't stroke out, you know. Um, all right. found another um, Alex Berenson article. It was very good. And this just came out today. So he says, uh title of this one is, The COVID vaccine era is ending already. <laughs> this is funny. Not with a bang, but with a tiny little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Fauci? <laughs> he's a he's a good writer. Um, says vaccine passports are dead, vaccine mandates are deader, actual vaccinations are deadest of all. All over Europe, countries are dropping COVID vaccination passports only months after introducing them. Since Friday, Italy and Greece have become the latest nations to say they will dump passport requirements as of May 1. Both countries made the usual noises about no longer needing rules because COVID is so under control. We are, of course, keeping a very close watch on the epidemic curve, Italy's prime minister said. Yes, watching the number of new infections Almost double in the last two weeks
1: Let's go back again (laughs) Because who Here we go, see look at this curve
0: Look at this curve again Uh,
1: They went back to counting cases Right,
0: but my point is Even though they're they're all vaxxed Cases are climbing again Yeah. So it did not work
1: It couldn't be cyclical It couldn't have anything to do with seasonality Or, (laughs) you know
0: Look at this Okay. Viewed over the longer term, the picture is even worse. When Italy introduced its vaccine passport last September, it had roughly 4,000 infections a day. When it tightened restrictions in December, it had under 15,000. Now it has 70,000 a day.
1: Holy
0: shit. And then here's where he makes his point. I cannot say this enough times. COVID vaccine restrictions are ending not because the mRNA vaccines have succeeded, but because they have failed. Thank you. Right, the depth of that failure is so complete that to, that to explain it sounds almost conspiratorial. Uh, the mRNA vaccines do not do not just not work against Omicron; they have negative efficacy, which is why the most highly vaccinated countries in the world now have levels of, of infection far higher than they had last year or in 2020. Wow! Far higher than countries that did not use the mRNA vaccines. Yep. See, that's a nice thing about. This, well, not nice, but the, uh, con- I guess, convenient thing is that we have all these little case studies. Yeah. Because there's, there's so many data countries all and, over and the place. states that
1: took different, different
0: approaches. So now we're going to find out yeah. which approach was best. And it's mm-hmm. looking like the highly vaccinated, mRNA-vaccinated countries are not doing well.
1: It's looking like the countries that gave people ivermectin at the beginning and packets of vitamins and said... Treat yourself at home. Start or, taking or your vitamins. just let people get COVID. Yeah,
0: you know, and just get achieve that mythical herd immunity. Yeah, that's how you get it. I mean, that's why,
1: and that's how you get over it, and that's how you get your natural immunity that's stronger than robust. any of this other yes, shit. The more
0: robust, not waning after f- five weeks or whatever crap. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't trust that data either. When they no. when they claim how long the because the even, even the numbers they're saying are are low mm-hmm. as far as, you know, a time frame that they claim it lasts. That's why they're always pushing for booster, booster, booster. Um, just ridiculous. Then here's another graph. It says, here's Austria, which in January became the first country in Europe to announce not just a vaccine passport, but a COVID vaccine mandate countrywide. Wow. Austria now has more coronavirus infections than the United States with a population 135th as large. So here's Aus- Austria's graph. I mean, look at that! Wow, more cases than the U.S. with 135th the population. So you got to follow Alex and It's called Unreported Truths on Substack. I'll, I'll put the link. Um, very, very good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, this is the, okay. This is an interesting case here. No, I know we're. Uh, you know, we love to. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> And if we think, if someone says Biden's a good president, we say, wrong. But now I'm, I'm conflicted on this case. Okay. I think this is funny, but I don't like this. Because I don't want kids in schools doing any of this. Like
1: being indoctrinated either way. Exactly. So yeah. th-
0: anyway, the New York Post has this article where it talks about uh, preschoolers chanting, <laughs> they want Biden out. Okay, Because so.
1: who taught the whole class this? It'd be one thing <laughs> if like a couple kids came because they heard their parents say that.
0: Right. Or if they... Inexplicably, just said it or something, but yeah. obviously these kids were coached. So yeah. let's just watch let's this it. here.
1: Who's our president? Why? What do we want to do with him? We want to what? We want him out.
0: So you know, as even as a, even though I agree with the sentiment, I still think that's wrong.
1: Well, they probably they probably told them, Joe Biden's making you wear a mask in here, and those kids are like, get out.
0: <laughs> right, but I just hate. It just that grosses me out just it as does. much as it's it, gross. It grosses me out just as much as if I saw like a transgender teacher telling those kids like, "Let's do the Gay Pride Pledge" or yeah. whatever, like Buttigieg's husband did, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, just anything like that. I don't. I don't, and I guess that's consistent of me that I don't like that from any side, from either angle, because that's not something that much. should
1: happen in school. No, that's if you what what you teach your kids politically at home. That's your business. Exactly. That's not for a public school. And
0: these kids are preschoolers. Yeah. They're not even old. They're not that.
1: even five yet.
0: They don't understand what's going on. They don't have the, you know, mental acuity to n- even understand anything political. Yeah. So you know, they were just coached to say that, and I'm sure the teacher thought it would be funny. Yeah. Um, but it to me, it's gross. Just just like it would be if it was a left wing person doing it on the other side. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so in the uh, pandemic of the vax news, obama got corona. and you you'll notice a pattern here when we i got a couple of these stories but um i'm amazed he dodged it this long. Mm-hmm. considering how he was partying it up in the hamptons and stuff yeah. a few months back and maskless, you know, uh just ignoring all the all the mandates at the t- at the time. um so he has a scratchy throat but is otherwise fine. And of course, here, here's what they always say. In a post, Mr. Obama said the former first lady, Michelle Obama, tested negative and they were both glad they were vaccinated and boosted.
1: Because who knows if they would have had more than a scratchy throat otherwise.
0: So, the, yeah, I, I'll just read the quote. It says, I just tested positive for COVID. I have had a scratchy throat for a couple of days, but I'm feeling fine otherwise. Michelle and I are grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. And she has tested negative. It's a reminder to get vaccinated if you haven't already, even as cases go down. So I love how they just immediately pivot to the yep. vaccine saved me. Yeah. And you need to get it too, because yep. otherwise you'd be dead. Yeah. That's basically the Let's push the creepy agenda again. Right. Uh, meanwhile, we just saw the data, what's happening in Israel, Austria, all these other countries with high vaccination rates. And guess what? I also had a scratchy throat when Omicron Omicron came around mm-hmm. and I'm not vaxed. Yeah. So, uh
1: so So weird.
0: Why why am I not dead? Yeah. How did I survive the winter of death? Remember that
1: happy spring. To yeah. By the all.
0: way, it's spring yeah. as of like what yesterday. Mm-hmm, so yesterday. So I guess we all survived the winter of death.
1: Winter of extreme death <laughs> and and suffering.
0: But you can't prove a negative. See, that's the problem. Is they put this? It's all these fallacies that they are counting on us to be too stupid to pay attention to. Um, you can't prove that if you wouldn't have got vaxxed, you would have been just as fine. Yeah. Because there's no way to do that experiment, except for I'm a few years younger than him, and I had the same symptoms when Omicron came around, and I'm unvaxxed. Okay. Now what? What does that tell you? It's just anecdotal at best, and it not, there's no, nothing proving that he would have died if he would have been vaxxed or been any worse off. Guess who else got the COVID? Saki. Jen Saki, White House <laughs> Press Secretary. Oh, I can't man. believe she's so reckless. I
1: can't believe that. Went was, out
0: there and got COVID I and she wasn't careful. I thought redheads don't
1: get COVID.
0: And she wasn't careful. It's so insulting to the community that she yeah. did that. I, whoa. Just remember that when you used to just get shamed Yeah. when you when you caught it. Now, but it's
1: okay because she's vaccinated.
0: Now, literally every liberal got COVID and no problems. No.
1: And they all have to. They don't to, get shamed at all. No. because Because first they come out with, well, I'm vaccinated. I did everything that I could.
0: And you still got it. So yeah, what does that prove?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but I just remember the shame that was when, when, when everybody was getting COVID initially, and you were just shamed for being reckless and being. You know, not being careful with your behavior. Well, how come she's not being shamed?
1: Oh, my gosh. In a series of tweets, Saki disclosed her infection and said she had two socially distanced meetings with President Joe Biden, adding that he is not considered a close contact as defined by CDC guidance.
0: <laughs> yeah, as of like a week ago, probably. Yeah. they changed that, I'm sure, too. Oh, my
1: gosh. For freaking dumb.
0: <laughs> Let's see where she tells us about how the vaccine saved her. Ah, here it is. Mm-hmm. The press secretary, she has only ex- said she has only experienced mild symptoms thanks to the vaccine. Yep. Again, one hundred percent attribution to the vaccine saved me and will be working from home until she tests negative and has finished the five day isolation period.
1: It's like a thing. like for all of the major break? news networks, they must have like a little document that they s- that they have people sign when they're famous. And they've got the Rona. They must have to say, it like, well, if you're going to tell people you got it, then you have to say that you also got the shot. Right. Otherwise, we're not going to tell anyone that you had it.
0: Exactly. I'm just sick of this because, I mean, she literally is, she's using it as an opportunity to hit you over the head with a vax hammer again. Yep. And, and
1: When we have seen that it does not matter.
0: It does not matter. Yep. Um, okay, so. Because,
1: again, hospitalizations, 50-something hospitalizations in North Dakota, and 27 of them were fully vaccinated. Right,
0: Exactly. Now, you know, one reason, you know, okay, they're pushing the VAX, pushing the VAX, pushing the VAX, um, just religiously still, mm-hmm. okay? Now, some of that's just the sunk cost fallacy where they, they just, they've already, so they're so committed so far down the road, they just can't stop. They can't back off now. They're just fully, fully committed to this strategy. And to do, if they stop, they'd have to go, well, we were wrong on that, sorry, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Whoops. Um, you know, well,
1: ta- whoops. It was a coding error. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So you <laughs> they know, can
1: apologize for some shit, but not. Well, and it wasn't even an apology. But oh man.
0: But as a free thinking American, you know, you do have to consider all sides of this issue, and you know, again, I'm not a tinfoil hat person. I don't. I don't think you're necessarily going to grow a tail or immediately drop dead if you take the jab. I think the risks are low on both ends, but.
1: If, I, I'm a tinfoil hat person, Josh. I think we haven't seen all the risks. And next week I'm wearing my tinfoil hat. Right. Because we we have not seen what the hell is going to happen right. long term. Right. We have well, no idea. Yeah, we, we
0: don't know exactly. Well, but and that's my whole point is we yeah. don't know. So therefore, if you have virtually no risk from um, bad effects from COVID, then why would you undertake any of those unnecessary risks?
1: Because then they try Even to if scare it's small. you. small. They try to scare you about long COVID. Right. Well, we just don't know the risks that would be associated with long-term COVID. It's right. like, so you're literally making the exact same argument as me. Exactly. Okay.
0: But, okay, so my main point is the risks for the, for the jab are not zero. No. And there's more and more evidence and cases popping up that is undeniable even to the mainstream media. Okay, here's one here. Vaccine researcher, I mean, the irony is just classic, uh, who developed tinnitus after COVID shot calls for further study. (laughs) So Gregory Poland, MD, okay. Gregory Poland, MD, director of the Mayo Clinic's Vaccine Research Group in Rochester, Minnesota, remains a steadfast vaccination advocate, even though he developed tinnitus soon after receiving his second dose of COVID vaccine. A little more than a year ago, Poland was driving back from the hospital after receiving his second shot when he nearly veered out of his lane. It was like somebody blew a dog whistle in my ear, he told MedPage today. It has pretty much been unrelenting.
1: How awful.
0: <laughs> Tinnitus is horrible. Yes,
1: how awful would that be?
0: Right. So I mean this is that's one of those conditions where people like contemplate suicide. Yeah. Because it's so brutal. Mm-hmm. Um But he he still remains a steadfast that opting to receive his booster after which is tonight has briefly disappeared, but then returned at a slightly higher (gasps) pitch. (laughs) (laughs) He says it's still the right move. After all, it would be way too ironic for a prominent vaccinologist to die of COVID, he said. So he's worried about that. (laughs) But your vaccinologist, actually, the ultimate irony is getting a condition from the vaccine. From a
1: vaccine. You had an adverse event, mister. No, look what he says here. Did he report it to VAERS?
0: Here's how, bent over, here's how bent over he is and slurping on the, the vax dong here. Not to put too fine of a point on it. He says, Yet Poland realizes his life may never be the same and that many others may be grappling with the same reality. He continues to receive many emails from other individuals across the country and around the world who say they have also developed tinnitus after COVID vaccination.
1: Weird. We never heard that from anybody else. But as soon as a a prominent vaccine (laughs) researcher (laughs) wants to tell his story, then it's okay for us to listen. What
0: about safe and effective? Yeah. You know. So if I have almost zero chance of any negative effects from COVID, why the hell would I roll the dice on getting tinnitus so it sounds like a dog whistle is being blown in my ear all 24-7? The time. 24-7, all the time. The it does not go away. No. And Okay, here's what he says. Poland said of his own symptoms that he can only begin to estimate the number of times I've just wanted to scream because I can't get rid of the noise or how many hours of sleep I've lost. I've lost. The noise he hears is particularly loud at night when there are no masking sounds. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. So, and he's still pushing it. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Now, what if he just would have got COVID and and just roughed it out?
1: Oh, that would have been ironic.
0: Right. Okay, so here's... Here's another one, Kay. This is just, you know, ridiculous too. Have you heard of Dr. Sarah Beth Hartledge? Uh-uh. Okay. So she's the city of Louisville's, Kentucky's COVID vaccine coordinator. Died unexpectedly. And that's what I'm going to call this this episode is sudden sudden and unexpectedly. Um, died last week. She was 36. And they haven't said anything else about her cause of death or anything.
1: They shouldn't. Ha- yeah. Why should they? Right. She was only the, va- what was she?
0: The vaccine coordinator. She was the
1: vaccine so coordinator. she was the one that was
0: giving the vax the big old push throughout the city of Louisville.
1: And 36 <clears throat> years old. 36 years old. Yeah, she would obviously lived a nice long life.
0: Right. So, you know, what, uh, so she was pushing the mandates
1: hard. Pause for one sec. All right.
0: And we're back. Babies make great broadcasting partners. <laughs> so anyways, this uh, Louisville health department leader just dropped dead. But the funny thing is they're not saying anything about if it was a cardiac event. And it's one of these things where I can't find more information. And this yeah. has been like four or five days now. I don't know if they're going to do an autopsy, if they're going to try to keep it locked down. Because they, they know the optics of this. They realize yeah. how it looks. And if she, you know, got myocarditis or had a, some sort of blood clot or something that was yeah. that, that they could in any way tie back to the jab. If they it could wanna... have
1: been any of the 1291 reactions <laughs> right. that were listed in the Pfizer documents. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this will be an interesting story to follow. So keep an eye out for that name, Dr. Sarah Beth Hartledge. Um, again, Alex in unreported truths was where that what brought that to my attention. Great place to see all this stuff. Um, So here's another one. This is kind of local here. And they're just straight up say it in the headline. Mm -hmm. COVID-19 vaccine contributes to Sioux Falls man's death. I mean, they're just straight up saying it now on on Valley News Live.
1: Thank God. Right. But Valley News Live, if you still work there, you're all shot up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Chris Burke had to leave, didn't he? Because he wasn't willing to get jabbed. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if... You know the people, the companies that are pushing the jab so hard and saying you're you're gonna you can't work here if you're not jabbed. Again, for what reason? Yeah, because we know it doesn't stop transmission. So what the hell's the difference? I
1: mean, this is ironic. If you really want to talk about irony, it's pretty freaking <laughs> ironic for a news company to mandate a vaccine and then later let it out in the news that the vaccine is a killer. Right.
0: I mean, it says straight up COVID-19 vaccine contributes to Sioux Falls man's death.
1: Yep. I so, don't like the way that they, I I read the article. I don't like, they made, they made the family just sound like a bunch of hicks. Like if you like read through the article. Yeah. It's like.
0: So, okay. It says the autopsy was conducted to investigate what happened to the 26 year old son. The report found the COVID-19 vaccine was one of the contributing factors to Joseph's death. Mm-hmm. So you know,
1: and it says his parents say in here we had no idea we don't we didn't have any idea about about any of these. Mm -hmm. We're not anti-vaxxers or pro-vaxxers. This is his parents talking. We just wanted both sides of the story told, and I thought that this was interesting too. Um, He says so they
0: just listened to their medical professionals basically.
1: Yep, but they said, oh, it's maybe it's not on here. They said that they were trying to have. Uh, They were trying to get the message out to the governor, like to everybody, and nobody wanted to tell the story. Really? Yeah. Wow. It might say it later, like further down in the story. They listed myocarditis as the cause with a contributing factor of the COVID-Pfizer vaccine, so we were just in shock.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, it says here, the family wanted to tell others, you know, to talk to our senators and our governor, and nobody wanted to touch it, said Bill.
1: Yep. Mm. And how that is... So disappointing right, of your because, elected leaders,
0: especially Sioux Falls, because Christy Noam is the governor, and I thought yeah. she was like a well, on our side,
1: yeah, but know. apparently what nobody wanted to touch it, why right. it says right on there that it came from the vaccine, but we can't we can't push vaccine hesitancy
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's a, if it's rare just tell us the numbers just uh, but i see problem is i can't trust the data anymore no but if they would say look okay there's been x amount of vaccines given out and there's been this many reactions and x okay fine just lay it out there give us the raw data and let us decide whether we think we're more at at risk, or more scared of getting COVID, or more scared of getting one of these side effects?
1: Well, is it that you're not smart enough to decipher the information for yourself, Josh, or that yeah. you're smart enough to decipher the information for yourself? <laughs> right. Like I can't decide what they're actually thinking. Yeah.
0: Well, the problem is that when the same people that are telling you this information are ones that profit greatly from it. Yeah. You know that that's a problem. So just a little. You're never going to get the, the straight answer because.
1: That's not a conflict of interest, is it? (laughs) Right. Is that you get the the information about how great the product is straight from the people that make all the money off the product? Exactly. Weird.
0: Exactly. You know, it's just, I mean, and this is everywhere. I mean, in in all industries, you know, uh, what was it the the other day it happened to me, you know, somebody called me and and I was – Doing the math, I was kind of mentally doing the math, and I was thinking, "Wait a minute, this guy is the guy that profits from the decision that he's trying to push me towards." Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just always the case. Yeah, you know, whether it's mechanics or you know people fixing your, you know, your air conditioner, or whatever. I mean, that's why I always recommend getting a second opinion, right? Because you you don't they're going to profit from the thing they're saying you have to do. Yep. it's like, well, do I truly need need this, or is are you just trying to make an extra couple grand off me? Yeah. You know, and I hate to be that cynical, but
1: that's but what it's that's what it's are, come to. Yeah, people are out there to make money, and it's very it's very rare these days to find somebody that that is solely in it just to help
0: altruistically.
1: Yeah, right. Which is sad.
0: Or if you went to another, you know, heating and air guy, if they gave you the same diagnosis, okay, mm-hmm. then 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 I would trust you. Yeah. But how do you know if they're not just trying to milk you? Yeah. You know, and when it comes to this kind of stuff, I mean, this is so. Much more important. Um, You know, so you should be even more critical and cynical of these matters than you would of your air conditioner or your car.
1: Because your air conditioner and your car can (laughs) be replaced and your body can't. Exactly. We have to be so clear about it. People, people, you are the study. Right. You're the long term study. So, if you had it already because you got browbeat, I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. that, that really sucks. But don't close your eyes.
0: Stop getting it because it seems you know a lot of the uh, experience and information and and stuff we're seeing is that you know the and uh, what's his name Peter McCullough mm-hmm. and Robert Malone saying you know you it just it. It's cumulative, yeah. You know, you don't want to just keep s- stacking the shots up, yeah, and and contributing, making this damage greater, yeah, with every shot. Because
1: you have the risk with every one would go up,
0: right? And you know, my my buddy texted me the other day, and he said somebody at his work, a young dude like twenty four or something, was missing his second day because of his booster, right? Because of Because it's okay to
1: get sick from the shots, but it's not okay to get sick from a sickness.
0: And I said, and then he said he got sick when he got the first shot and he got sick with COVID. So... Rather than just being sick with COVID one time, he's also sick every time he gets the shot. Yeah. So how how is that exactly you know helping him out health wise? And
1: how's it helping anybody <laughs> else out? Because what is what is his what is his basis now? Like you know, you're gonna say like, oh, I, I did it to stay healthy. Well, you didn't. You're not though. Right. because actually, sick. you
0: missed more days of work. Yeah. Because you're sick every time you get the freaking so, shot.
1: So did you do it to protect others? Because it doesn't it doesn't do, it doesn't that, do either. that either. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I saw that there. Uh, they changed some law in Canada now where they're they're allowing vaxxed people to go back into Canada I How think, kind. with think. with a without getting tested or something. Yeah. I don't know. But it just pissed me off because 'cause
1: I'm like Fuck you, Canada. Yeah, sorry. Canada. I'm never gonna go to Canada. I've I've been there once as a kid. We went on a field trip. That was enough that I needed to see. I'm I have what no I said desire was, to what see. I said, Canada.
0: Uh, I have yeah, I said I won't be going to Frenchie McBlackface's country anytime soon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or this. Fidel Castro's illegitimate <laughs> <Right>. child.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just staying the hell out of there. Which I, I want to have the freedom to go, but as an as a dirty and vaxxed, I still can't go. Yeah. So I'm still prevented. Yeah. So I mean just the ridiculous arbitrary nature of all these decisions is so stupid. All right, guys. Well that was your recap for the week. So, make sure you send uh, emails to let parents decide that at gmail dot com watch on Rumble only because we're banned off the YouTube for saying stuff that everyone's saying now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if I put all these far old episodes back on YouTube if they would still take them down or if I don't they would know. go, Thumbs up, That's just what Fauci said. Yeah, a day ago. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows. All right, guys. Well, make sure you listen to Anywhere Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Spotify, Anywhere Audio Podcasts are found. Support the show at LetParents.com or
1: LetTheParentsDecideThat.org.
0: Yes, and we will see you next time.